This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect from Radio Milwaukee. This is our final episode of the year, so we'll give us time to uh, enjoy the holidays because I know Ann's going to be stocking the stuffing, stocking the stuffers, stocking the stock. What's the stuffers? What do you call the stockings? Stocking the stuck stockings? Stocking stuffers. Stuffing the stockings. Yeah, that's right. Stuffing the stockings. She beats stuffing the stockings. I'm getting gifts for everybody but me. So we're going to have a little, enjoy a little time to our families and friends. So. So, so y'all can have uh, a, a little break from us as well. But on this week's edition of This Bites, we got some stuff from the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine we didn't get a chance to go into last week, including uh, Chef Adam Pollock's shopping at Aldi's, what he picked up. So I'm really curious of what he got. We also got some uh, things you wrote, eight international food picks for a pantry from some of the local international markets. And you have a great piece on how to uh, curate your own Home bar, courtesy of Annabella from Birch. But we're going to start it off with the news about a new Korean Chinese restaurant, Ian, that's coming to the third ward, as reported by Urban Milwaukee. So the, the details is basically this, this uh, restaurant tour by the name of Jong Soo Kim, who is a, a prolific gentleman here in Milwaukee. He's, uh, only res- he's responsible for Shard, Kampai, Izikaya. Uh, and Maru, a Korean-style bistro over on uh, Far... Is it Faro? Yeah. Prospect. Prospect. I get those confused one way. Um, so he's about to launch a new one and uh, called Cinebro on uh, 3016 North Milwaukee Street. It's a former site of the Fool's Errand, which was uh, run by uh, the two Dans from Dan Dan. Mm-hmm. And it's been vacant ever since July of 2022. This restaurant is expected to be open in February. It's going to be a 4,200-square-feet building. We don't have any details on the menu yet, but I'm excited to see what they bring. The name Cineboro comes from a Korean word meaning slowly but surely. I like that. Huh. I wonder if that. I wonder if that's going to refer to how, how quickly this place opens. Yeah. Uh, who knows? That, I'm that, that should be my nickname. I'm slowly but surely. I get there. <laughs> Um, so be on the lookout for that. That's uh, coming up in February. Real quick, you shared about, you're big on bakeries. You shared with me there the return of the Holy Serpent Bake Sale. Yeah. What's the details on that? It's like a fundraiser. Yeah, it's um, it's a fundraiser to benefit Too Young to Wed. Um, mm. And it's it's held at this church the Musa Church. I've never been to it in South Milwaukee, but I've heard it's a mm. really beautiful church. I don't know. And it's on December 20th from five to nine. And basically it is uh, a bunch of like super rock star local pastry chefs um, selling their cook- their holiday cookies mm. and treats. Uh, so the bake sale um, features all these local pastry chefs, including Sarah um, Moranzuk, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right, but she owns a bakery in uh, South Milwaukee called Bakehouse 23. She used to be the pastry chef for um, the Hospitality Democracy Company, which had the holy moly donut shops. So she has been in the industry a while and, and really a seasoned 
veteran of that industry. Um, Katie Gabbert of Promona Cider Company. Now, Katie um, is a pastry chef who um, she used to have um, a pasta place at Third Street Market Hall um, called Strega. I don't know if you ever went there. But okay, so we have a couple more that are interesting. Val Bertram Bartram of Wolf on Broadway. That's uh, um, kind of the chef to cuisine for the new restaurant, the Wolf on Broadway. And then Lisa Kirkpatrick, who is one of the chefs and owners of Good Kind. So there are all these different pastry chefs. And they're doing everything from cutout cookies to almond thumbprints, scotcheroos, peanut butter cookies. They've got chocolate wasabi cookies. One of them is doing that. Tariq, I think that's that's something that you should mm-hmm. get. Uh, and like, a, you know, well, also there are cakes and tarts as well. And some of them are gluten-free. Some of them are vegan um, and pies. So uh, Val Lux of Small Pie is is uh, going to be selling cherry pie. Uh, mm. So just, just a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah. I'm um, looking at all. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at all this is, and then I'm like, I see this pear parmesan panettone with a Calabrian chili from Lisa Carpaccio, good kind. I see the yeah. Door County cherry pie, uh, sugar cookie cake. That sounds very interesting. Mini chai yeah. spice cake, pandan uh, coconut cake, Christian Schraub of Wolf on Broadway. It's an extensive menu. There's even milk bread buns. Yeah, uh, I saw Val Bautram of Wolf on Broadway. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, um, are you familiar with Moon Cherry Sweets? Um, that's a vegan, uh, it's a vegan local, uh, I guess, pop-up bakery. Um, but they're doing ube tray leche cake. Mm. Uh, and um, do, are you familiar with My- Maya Ophelia's yes. vegan food truck? It's mm-hmm. that same group of people. Okay. So, um, so that's really interesting. Someone from Sanford is doing a spiced ginger hot toddy bunt cake. So I, this just sounds like a great bake sale. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Well, we'll post links to this and more at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Coming up this bites, we're going to go look at the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, including a little piece of uh, the best of Aldi with Chef Adam Pollock of Egg and Flour. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. I'm 88.9's Dory Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinebuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, (laughs) yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. Ian Christian of Milwaukee Magazine, and I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect. Let's get back into it, Ian. Again, this is our mm-hmm. final episode of 2023. I'm going to start off the new year fresh. But uh, you have a really interesting piece in here. Um, we kind of briefly touched on it last week. I didn't really get a chance to look at it in detail. And then just, all, it's called the best of Aldi. Aldi has this cult following, probably even more of a cult following than Trader Joe's, I'm guessing, a weird kind of following, that you sent Adam Pollock with, what, $80 or $100? $100? $100. $100 to pick yeah. out some really cool items 
at Aldi. Yeah. So I'm really curious, what did he get? Some people would think, you know, Aldi, you know, it's just like sort of a discount shop for really mm -hmm. kind of weird stuff. And you don't, you can't really shop there on a regular basis, but you can. And I sent Adam Pollock there specifically to shop for the best things that he could find. Uh, and and he had a, a limit of $100. And because I couldn't go with him, because I review restaurants um, incognito, we sent our digital editor. So she went with him and he found a lot of really great stuff. Um, you know, for instance, uh, he, he, he picked up a, a Sicilian extra virgin olive oil. So it was a, it was a really good quality olive oil um, from Italy that he really liked um, for vinaigrettes, salad dressing. So one of the things he did, not only did he pick up these specific items, he told us a, a few things we could actually do with those things. Mm. So um, for instance, uh, this, this is, I thought this was kind of funny. He picked up this um, port wine cheese spread made by Happy Farms. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Aldi is really known for is their cheese selection. They have a really great selection of cheeses. And um, he talked about using this particular cheese spread uh, to make a sauce for mac and cheese, which I, I thought was interesting. I'm to port wine cheese, by the way. What's that? You're a fan? Port wine cheese. You know the port wine cheese with the nuts around it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about a cheese ball. Yeah. Uh, like... I'm so addicted to that. My mom always got that when I was young, get it for the holidays. I just go through all of it, just sitting in, in the in the couch watching TV, by the way. That was never my favorite thing, the oh. holidays, but I definitely remember it. <laughs> um, so, you know, he also found some, I guess, really high quality grass-fed beef boneless ribeye steaks, um, mm -hmm. which he... Uh, you know, he, he talked about again, what you can do, you know, how he likes to marinate them, how he likes to cook them. Mm. Um, a few other things, he found some fresh Atlantic salmon. Um, he thought that he actually thought this, the selection of seafood was really good. And I need to, to actually specify the Aldi that he went to. He went to the one on Blue Mound in Brookfield. And okay. I really think there's a difference um, depending on where you go, like the selection is really different. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel location. about that. I mean, I feel like there should be, should be consistency in the chain, but. I agree. I yeah. agree. Cause I don't think, I think Trader Joe's is very, is, is more consistent mm -hmm. with their selection yeah. from, you know, and that's the same company, by the mm -hmm. way. The same well, technically it's, uh, they're related. They're not like, I read the story, the brothers or something, they were, were the separate, then they're separated. But they're related, if that makes uh, sense. I thought it was the same parent company. But yeah, you may be right on that. But Aldi definitely has some great deals. Adam was able to uh, to, to find some that he, you know, definitely think is thinks is worth your while. So it was a fun, it was a really fun story to do. Next, so uh, we got a slew of uh, amazing international rest that restaurants, markets in Milwaukee. And we got a couple more on the way. And the latest issue, you had some eight international food picks to put in your pantry. Pick out some of the some of the ones, highlight a, a couple of them for us. Sure. Uh, okay. 
I'm just going to throw this out there. There, um, there's there's this great European food store in Shorewood called European Foods and Gifts, and um, they have a lot of like Eastern European foods. Really interesting store, and I thought particularly their pickled fish, their pickled herring, which is a very popular thing to eat during the holidays. My parents used to buy it and and serve it. They always ate it on New Year's for whatever reason. Mm. But um, they also, this place also has a lot of different kinds of caviar and smoked mackerel, other just smoked fish. Um, I'm a big fan of Wioletta's Polish Market, which is uh, down on 3955 South Howell Avenue. And, you know, they have so many great things from Polish sausage to uh, pierogies, so many frozen pierogies. But you can get punchki every day. And punchki are those filled donuts, like mm-hmm. they're kind of like jelly donuts. Um, and they have them in three flavors, plum, raspberry, and Bavarian cream. Um, you know, it, this is, this is how ah, it's a toss up here, but um, I, which one I'm going to, which one other one I'm going to mention and which one I'm going to say, you need to pick up this issue and actually read more about this. The lamb um, looks interesting. The halal lamb. Yeah, the halal right? lamb at Atari. Um, mm. They have a really great meat department of all halal meats. Um, the lamb in particular, in particular is really great. You know, they have definitely have chicken and beef as well. Um, and then I'm just going to throw out one more because I really like the store, the Indian grocery store that mm-hmm. is near Mayfair. It's right on North Avenue. They just have so many great things, um, you know, bottled sauces, uh, you know, um, tons of spices and um, rice and dal. And, um, but for me, their selection of flatbreads is really kind of outstanding. They have all these different naans stuffed paratha roti and they have these and they have them in different sizes too so uh it's just a great store so we have so many great um international food stores i think uh in milwaukee and it's yeah. you know it's definitely that's the sort of place that you know if you cook you gotta you gotta check out these yeah. stores definitely for sure man i gotta go back to otari i've been here in a while sounds yeah. really good they're so uh, friendly too. They're so helpful. Like if you're mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure. I don't know where to get this. You know, oh yes, let me help you. I'll be, I'll, I'll walk you through that aisle. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Nice. And you can check out that in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. And finally, uh, for those who are you know hosting parties or dinners through the holiday season, you you want to get your you get your home bar straight. You can't be serving Jägermeister to your mother-in-law. <laughs> You know, because they're a lord to your mother-in-law, but not. Oh, I knew that was going to come up. I knew it. Uh, but you went out and uh, chatted with uh, one of my favorite craft bar- bartenders, uh, Annabelle, over at Birch, about how to create your own home bar. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, well, you know, essentially the premise was, um, you know, what do you really need to have a great home bar? So everything from the tools to the to the actual uh, types of booze. So, um, so she just kind of walked me through it. You know, if you make cocktails, you should make cocktails. Um, she talks about the shaker tins that she likes, the mixing glass, the swiveled bar, the swiveled bar spoon, which I didn't know until I was doing this story, what the purpose of the swivel is. 
And did you know that that swivel has a purpose? Other than stirring cocktails? No. What else? What is it? No. It um it is if you if you pour a carbonated beverage slowly down the swiveled stem. The mm-hmm. soda will not fizz over. Like over the glass, you mean? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, so she talks about a little bit about tools, and then we talk about what would be in the, her liquor case. So she she mentions her favorite vodka, which is Absolute Elix. Mm. Um, for uh, Bourbon, she likes Old Granddad. I don't know if that's one of your favorite streak, but she mentioned it. And she really, what she said to me about it is how consistent it is. Mm. You know, the one that she picked up in 2001 is is the same as the one she's, she picked up like recently. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like they yeah. are, it's just consistently that good. Mm. Um, and she had picks for gin, bitters, vermouth. And then for a couple wild cards, just like, you know, maybe more unusual um, spirits that you could have that you might use maybe sporadically like Burnett, you know, so or Curacao, dry Curacao. Um, mm-hmm. But it's I think it's just really helpful stuff. And um, I learned a lot from it. Yeah. She didn't mention my Lord, huh? On the, on the bar. She did not. No. Mm. Must be about oversight there. I, th- I I I think it had to be Tree. Yeah, a little I really do. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of this fight for the rest of the year. Uh, oh to all those, I, I wish everybody a happy holiday and a happy new year. And as always, and uh, subscribe to this fights wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's NPR, Google, or Apple. This fights is edited and produced by Kim Shine. With support from our generosity, please remember feedback's important, so please rate and review. And Anne. Yes. Stay hungry. <laughs> and keep the Lord cold. Happy holidays, Anne. You See too. you next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs>